0: What's going on, everybody? It's Fabs here, and welcome back to the Believe Fantasy Football Podcast. And, of course, I got my guy tossed behind the virtual glass, and uh, bittersweet, I guess, morning for me on Tuesday. The Cowboys win, which I predicted. They covered, which I predicted. I didn't predict 11 penalties. (laughs) The the, the Cowboys, um, you know, and obviously there are some fantasy implications in this game, too. They're going to make the playoffs and lose, and that's kind of what the Cowboys are. Uh, Eleven penalties is an absolute joke. Uh, I, it doesn't matter who the coach is, though. I mean, I can go back to like Wade Phillips and Jason Garrett. The Cowboys have had issues with penalties forever. I mean, hell, I mean, it, it seems like it's been going on for a few decades. But at the end of the day, some positive things came out of that game, Toss. Right? I mean, besides the win,
1: we won, right? Like besides the, the win, yeah.
0: Dak Prescott outplayed Justin Herbert. I and I love watching Dak run. I hope he continues to do that. Because like that's the Dak that we're going to be able to use in fantasy. 40 rushing yards, a touchdown, had that great fake to Pollard that he almost lost and ran it in, scored 25 fantasy points. Season high. We'll take that all day long from Dak. That was big. Yeah, he they they finally used Brandon Cooks. I don't know what the hell they were waiting for. Yeah, I mean Brandon Cooks, four catches and a touchdown had 15 points. Let's hope that continues. Pollard didn't do anything on the ground, which is a surprise. But through the air, he had six catches and 80 yards and scored 17 points. So and he was close to scoring a a, a touchdown uh, here there. CD had a big game. You got to get him the ball. Seven for 117. Dez and Irv were in the stadium last night. So, you know, he wanted to uh, put up some good numbers for the 88s in Dallas. So good game for the Cowboys. Jake Ferguson really didn't do much uh, in terms of the startable assets that the Cowboys have in fantasy. Now let's go to the Chargers. It was a rough night for my buddy, Austin Eckler, who had 10 points on four catches and 27 yards on the ground. That was it. Not a great game for Austin. First game back. It'll get better. Don't worry. Uh, I'm just glad they just back on the field. Um, Herbert, you know, had 19 points. He'll take it. Had a pick uh, at the end of the game. He's dealing with that broken finger on his non-throwing hand. Didn't seem to really bother him too much. Um, Keenan Allen has continued to be an elite wide receiver in fantasy. So good. Seven catches for 85 yards and a touchdown over 21 points. Keenan Allen's—I mean, he's—he's he's been every bit as good as the best wide receivers in fantasy football. Yep. Absolute steal in drafts. Josh Palmer had a good game. You know, you, you picked up Josh Palmer if you're going to get 10 to 12 points from him, but you'll take that. Everett got into the end zone, but uh, good, good win for the Cowboys in terms of bouncing back from getting embarrassed. But you can't, you can't have that many penalties in a game. You can't. I, yeah, they're, they're not going to go anywhere being that undisciplined, They're not. So anybody who's out here is a Cowboys fan. And of course, tosses. I am. I mean, like, we're both Cowboys fans. If you think the Cowboys are going to the Super Bowl, you are
1: just kidding yourself. Not, that, not it's, this it's- current version of the team, right? <clears throat> what we saw last night, what we've seen this year, they are, as we like to call them, pretenders, right? Like a team that's 4 and 2, good record, mm-hmm. has had some nice wins against some bad teams. Yep. They beat a team that I believe that they are through and through better than last night. And like you said they they tried their best to lose that game. The penalties, both teams honestly. Yeah. Both teams both the teams Chargers poorly poorly coached. Yeah, they made I, mistakes. Like I don't know why
0: Staley's still employed. Honestly, I I I don't think he's that good of a coach. Um for some reason, coaches don't like field goals these days. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> kick the damn field goal. I don't care about analytics. I'm tired of these analytics when it comes to that. Just kick the damn field goal. Put points on the board. If the Chargers had done that, maybe they'd have won the game. Who knows? Um, so the Chargers next have the Chiefs. Yep. And the Cowboys have a bye. By the way, you know, I got the helmet collection. I had to buy that white helmet. So that'll be that'll be coming probably next Man, week. Man,
1: those two jerseys going up against each other was I loved I, I loved that. Though,
0: I, I it would have looked better if the Cowboys just wore their traditional whites with the with the the powder blue pants. That's just me. I like those better than those icy. I like the white helmet though. I
1: like, I like the, the icy helmet. ones. That those are some of my favorite uniforms. Those are cool. Those are cool. Yeah. Uh
0: so speaking of bye weeks, Bengals, Pokes Jets, Panthers, Texans, Titans, all off. By McGeddon, folks. So uh, the waiver wire is going to be real important. We're going to talk about that a little bit later on in the program. Um, we got a lot of injuries to deal with, man. Tons. It just keeps getting worse. Uh, Christian McCaffrey left the game against the Browns, which, by the way, was this not the most bizarro world football week in a while? The Browns, without Watson and Chubb, beat the Niners, who seemed to be unstoppable. The Jets beat the Eagles with Zach Wilson under center. The Giants almost beat the Bills, and I could argue they should have. They're just not a good team. And a whole bunch of dudes got hurt. McCaffrey, oblique. Debo, shoulder. Rob, uh David Montgomery, rib injury. He's going to miss time. Kyron Williams, ankle, he's going to miss at least a game. Trevor Lawrence has got a knee. They've got a short week against the Saints. Not sure if he's playing. Justin Fields hurt his hand. Not going to play this week. Oh, Tyson Badgett. Oh, we're in so much trouble. Um, And then Anthony Richardson, of course, uh, it looks like he's not going to play again this season, which I'm not surprised because he's going to have a procedure on the shoulder to repair that thing. Get him 100%, bring him back next year. Colts aren't going to the Super Bowl. So, um, And, you know, he's fine. He's not Richardson, but he's okay. We'll take him. Although they got the Browns this week. So there ain't many Colts I want to start. And we're going to talk about that a little bit later on in the program. Um, So let's look at the stock watch. Travis Etienne. Boy, this guy is just balling right now. A couple of touchdowns, 23 points. He's almost had 60 points in his last two weeks. He's balling. Uh, Saints this week, not a great matchup on Thursday night. <clears throat> Don't care. Still playing them. Doesn't matter. Chuba Hubbard. What did I say about miles away from being a good fantasy running back, Sanders? Exactly Chuba, that.
1: Chuba Hubbard's going to take his job.
0: He should. If the Panthers are smart, they well, I mean, they, they weren't smart to pay Miles Sanders, but Chuba Hubbard behind the same offensive line and the same offense, 16 fantasy points. Pretty good. I'll take it. They're off this week, though. So, we can't start Chuba and we can't start a running back against the Panthers defense because they're awful. Um, Jacoby Myers, and I didn't even mention Garoppolo's injury. This was what I was worried about when we were talking about Devontae Adams in the preseason. What I say, he's awesome. He might be the best pure wide receiver in the league. He's had Aaron Rodgers and Derek Carr, and don't give me Derek Carr's not Aaron Rodgers. Those guys played together at Fresno State. There was a rapport. And I said, if Garoppolo can play 15 games for, I feel fine. Garoppolo's already trending on not playing 15 games. He's already missed one game. He's got the back injury. And you're going to be looking at potentially Brian Hoyer this weekend in Chicago. And Devontae Adams has had two stink bombs in a row. And Jacoby Myers has been the better and more consistent fantasy wide receiver in Las Vegas. Um, Five passes, 61 yards, had a touchdown, 17 points last week in a revenge game against the Patriots. He has more than 15 points in all but one game. And he's averaging 17 points per game. That's basically what Adams is averaging. So Jacoby Myers has been the better of the two Raiders wide receivers, which is crazy. Uh, Kyle Pitts, we can actually talk good about Kyle Pitts. How about that? I told
1: you. I told you.
0: And Johnu had a good game too. Now, he did. You, keep it up, you got Tampa this week. Six teams on a bye. Kyle Pitts is going to be starting in every league for the most part. Um. 17 targets I think didn't week.
1: didn't you say he wasn't he uh he was a sit him for you
0: I didn't like him he no, was a sit him
1: and I think I said no I this like is him. the week this is the week where he does it and he did
0: it. well well he's done it two weeks in a row now yeah he had a good he had a, the matchup wasn't great last week uh against the commanders who had you know that they got they got eaten up by Cole Komet the week before but previously they hadn't given up much tight ends Kyle Pitts is, listen, let's hope this is the beginning of it. But the problem with Atlanta's offense is that they don't want to throw the ball that much. They want to be a run based team. So basically if.
1: Atlanta, you mean the problem it, is that their QB is Desmond Ritter. That's. The yeah. Problem. Yeah. That's the if, problem.
0: If Atlanta's a dog, then I feel more comfortable starting their pass catching assets. If they're a favorite, which they're typically not going to be a favorite, or if we're projecting like a neutral game script, I, I like Pitts a little bit less because Atlanta wants to stay on the ground. Uh, Bijan and Algier had 13 carries apiece. Uh, that's they, they they want to run the ball more than that. Uh, but but hey, Pitts has been good. Let's give him credit where credit's due. And um, if they're going to keep targeting him like this, and John H. Smith is going to continue to get opportunities, both guys are going to be startable in fantasy. Um, players' of stock is trending down. Kirk Cousins is not good. I dropped him down like two or three spots at quarterback last week, but I still had him as a starter because of the matchup. I was wrong. 8.7 fantasy points. No Jefferson. They've got the Niners this week. Kirk Cousins is now going to be um, a lot less attractive, even in a home game because he's pretty good in Minnesota. Uh, when you lose Justin Jefferson, obviously that's going to hurt. I didn't realize it would hurt that much because he had been one of the better quarterbacks in fantasy football. Uh, Dating back to the first three or four games, and then now it's maybe going sideways for him. Um, Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor got more work this week. Uh, he had one more carry than Zach Moss and the same amount of touches, and moss outscored him again, again. And now they've got the Browns. That defense is nasty good. So Again, I'll I'll be like a broken record. Six teams on a bye. Yep. You got to play Jonathan Taylor. You got to play Zach Moss. You don't have to like it. This is a bad matchup for the Colts. They may not score a lot of points. Um, I I mentioned Devontae Adams. Two catches on five targets against the Patriots. 4.9 fantasy points. Adams has now scored 13.4 points in his last two games combined. And if Garoppolo can't go, I know you got to play Devontae Adams. I'm worried. This was my worst-case scenario with the Raiders and Adams. I I hope he gets traded. I don't know that that's going to happen, though. Um, Trade deadline's coming next week, Halloween. Uh, And then Debo. I've said this about Debo. Debo had that breakout year where he averaged over 20 points per game. That was the outlier. In every other season, Debo's been like a 12 to 13 point per game guy, and that's what he is. He's not the best wide receiver in San Francisco. That's Brandon. Ayuk. And oh, by the way, now Debo's got the shoulder. He's banged up because of his style of play he tends to get banged up a little bit. He's a physical guy. I wouldn't want to try to tackle him. That's for sure. I wouldn't want to try to tackle anybody in the NFL. That's for sure. But <laughs> I mean, Debo Samuels, I don't know that he's going to play this week. He's probably questionable at best, maybe a little worse. They can beat the Vikings without him, but Debo stock is dropping. Um, and so is T. Higgins. Now, Cincinnati's on a bye this week, so you don't have to worry about the Bengals. T. Higgins has scored fewer than five points in all but one game. Now, he's been hurt, too. He had a four point stinker last week. I don't know that you can trade him right now because his value is too low. The good news is that Joe Burrow seems to be getting healthy. He's got a bye week now to get that calf, hopefully 100% if it's not close to that already. But T. Higgins has been one of the bigger disappointments in fantasy toss. Big time.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm look, like you said, his trade value is really low. He was hurt. I think the buy is coming at a good time for him. Hopefully he comes back and he looks like T. Higgins from of last year, two years ago for the second half of the season. That's what you have to hope for.
0: And the Bengals, you know, Burrow didn't have a great game this, you know, against Seattle. Like statistically, like he was like borderline QB one and the quarterback position was bad this week. Was bad. Yeah. A top 12 finish meant scoring like 14, 15 points. You know, Dak boosted it up. Herbert boosted it up because they both went over 19. But it wasn't a great week for quarterbacks. And uh, now you've got six guys off. As I mentioned, again, the teams that are off this week are um, the Cowboys. Yep. The Bengals. So no Dak, no Burrow. Jets. Panthers. No Stroud, Texans are off. Uh, Titans, who, oh, by the way, fantasy wasteland. I mean, Derrick Henry had that one big play. Thank goodness he did overseas with that that long Wildcat run. Because other than that, he didn't do much. You know, he had a touchdown, but he didn't do much in the terms of the yardage. But the Titans are, I mean, New Hopkins is soon going to be almost a matchup-based,
1: unstartable. Yeah, one reception for 20 yards. That's Especially if Malik Willis is the
0: quarterback, I had a no faith in any Titans assets. No, nope. None. Outside of Henry. I'm talking about the pass catchers, so not good. Um, Let's talk about the waiver wire now. And there's actually a lot of options this week. A lot. And we're going to go into that because of all these injuries. Let's start off with Sam Howell. Sam Howell's a good play this week against the Giants. I know they held Josh Allen down to... Uh, 14 points this past week, but I think that was kind of an outlier. Sam Howell has had 18 plus fantasy points in three straight games in four of his last five. He's getting sacked a million times a game, but it doesn't matter. He's scoring points. And again, Giants this week. Sam Howell's going to be starter in a lot of leagues. He may be in my top 10 this week at quarterback. Make sure you check Sports Illustrated out for that. He'll definitely be top 12. Definitely be top 12. I don't know that there's. I'm not going to come out here and tell you to to start. Ty, you know Tyson Baddit, but if you're in a two QB league and you're screwed, I guess. I mean Hoyer, I think will start for the Raiders. I think, although it could be uh, Lindsey Rhodes, my co-host at Fantasy Dirt, called Aiden O'Connell AOC, and I was like, wait a minute, isn't that like the the the, the politician AOC? Yeah,
1: Ocasio Cortez. I, yeah. I am not
0: I'm not. I'm not playing that game like Arod is Alex Rodriguez it's not Aaron Rodgers AOC is her, is Alexander right i i'm not yeah i'm not saying AOC for Aiden O'Connell i don't know who's going to play but Hoyer came in and I'd rather, i rather i want what's best for Devontae Adams and and to me i guess it's being traded but uh i don't know that Hoyer is not better than O'Connell he,
1: when it he was to- uh, he was fine with O'Connell Yeah,
0: no, yeah, he had a, he was, he was eight for
1: eight for 75. Now Myers, that was the stinker game for Myers that you were talking about.
0: That was with O'Connell. I'm just, uh, and I got Adams and I'm scared. Um, not just, you know, you gotta, you gotta roll them out there, man. But like, geez, the, yeah, you knew what you were
1: getting into though.
0: You did. Well, I did. I did. That's why I only have, I think I have two shares of them maybe out of my 15 leagues and that's it. Um, there are a lot of running backs and we're going to go through these. Kareem Hunt, I don't know that he's going to take Jerome Ford's job, but he looked better than Ford last week against the Niners. Got into the end zone. Um, Ford had 19 touches in the game. Uh, Hunt had 15. And I don't know that that's going to be sustainable, especially when they're in a negative game script. But they're playing the Colts this week. So I think that's going to be a close game. So Kareem Hunt will be started in fantasy leagues this week, I can promise you. I think you just um, get like a,
1: a decently high floor from him. Cause you get the pat, you get the reception especially if you're in a PPR, he had three receptions. Yeah. If they're in close games, which their defense will keep them in any game, they're going to use him. And yep. it's a better than, you know, a dart throw where you don't even know if the guy's going to start or right. split the backfield. Right. Like, I don't know. I, I don't mind him going forward. I'm going to go heavy
0: in on... on Yeah, I've got to play him, too, uh, in a few leagues this week. I should have played him last week. Just, I mean, Niners, that was scary. Uh, Keontae Ingram. The Cardinals' backfield is not going to be easy to decipher the rest of the season while James Conner is out. But Ingram started. It was weird. Ingram started, but Damian Williams got a bunch of touches. And... Amari DiMarcado, who we all picked up last week, played the most snaps, but had almost no touches. So I don't know what's going to happen there. I think DiMarcado is like the pass-catching option there. But Ingram's the guy to pick up if you need help. This week, they've got Seattle. Uh, Another running back to pick up. This is for this week, and there's there's several. I got to be honest with you. I don't know who to pick up in San Francisco's backfield. I don't. Because it would... Typically be Mitchell, but Jordan Mason's looked really good in the last two weeks. He had that long run against the Cowboys when we got smoked and he looked good in McCaffrey's absence against Cleveland and Cleveland's got a good defense. So if I look at the stats and the snaps purely in a vacuum, it's it's Jordan Mason who's the better pickup, but I don't know that Mitchell's not going to start and get burn over him. I don't know. I don't know that anybody knows outside of Kyle Shannon. Hell, maybe he's going to play the hot hand if McCaffrey can't play. So, and the thing that stinks about that game toss is it's the Monday night game. Yep. So, like, unless you know for sure that McCaffrey's going to play or not play, you almost have to sit him unless you get Mason or Mitchell as insurance.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, I just, I think we've seen enough of rotating running backs in San Francisco before McCaffrey got there to know that whichever guy you get, the other guy's going to have the better game. So just don't do it. It's brutal, man. I I know. I think think Shanahan, they said, who's going to start to Shanahan. And he said, we'll see, you know, so he loves it too. He loves it. It's the The thing is that the Niners are a
0: hotbed for fantasy production. And uh, that offense is, is conducive to running back scoring points. Even before McCaffrey, I mean, hell Carlos Hyde was a top eight running back under Kyle Shanahan
1: uh, years ago. Matt Breida, Jeff Wilson, like it was one. Yeah, it's we've we've seen so, guys who are now unproductive running backs be very successful in that offense. So, I will say that
0: I would prefer Mason over Mitchell. I would too, but it's really close. I don't know. I I, I, I don't say it's a guess, and I Mitchell's not durable either. Um, the Lions. I don't know what's going on with Jameer Gibbs too early in the week, but if he can't play, Craig Reynolds is going to be a hot ad. Not a great matchup against Baltimore on the road this week, but he's like warm body uh, type, right? Like we just need a guy who might get 12 carries, <laughs> you know, with, with so many buys. Yeah. so Reynolds is going to be available on the waiver wire in a lot of leagues. And again, I don't know about Gibbs. If
1: Gibbs is, is back, then Gibbs is going to be the guy for sure. I, I mean, even if Gibbs is back, Reynolds is going to get 10 plus carries. It's going to happen. I don't know. I, I Montgomery, that, Montgomery was slated to get 20 to 25 carries a game. Yeah. From I know but the Campbell last time Gibbs, Gibbs
0: started the last time Gibbs started, that didn't happen. It was all Gibbs. Gibbs had 18 carries. So I don't know that that's the case. I don't know. You would that was, think. I was healthy Gibbs, though. It's different. But I don't know. Right. Well, do, they, do they throw him out there less on 100%? I don't know. So we're going to have to keep tabs on that all week. And then this one here is kind of like if you want to add somebody and stash them, Devin Singletary. Not that either one of the Texans running backs are great, but Damian Pierce has regressed. Now, yards after contact are down, broken tackles are down, yards per rush are down, and this past week, Singletary saw an increase in snaps and touches, and he was at 4.8 yards per carry while Pierce was at 2.6, so you could stash Singletary. Again, I mean, he's not going to end up being great. He's not going to be Arian Foster, but... Um, we need warm bodies at running back. Uh, and, you know, the the buys are, you know, we're we're, we're in the throes of them right now. Um, wide receiver. Top guy to go out and get this week is Curtis Samuel. Curtis Samuel's had 14 plus points in three straight games. I think, like, law of averages is going to catch up with him and he maybe doesn't have a great game against the Giants. But he's startable. He's a flex option. Uh, and to be quite honest with you, a guy that I liked in the preseason, Jahan Dotson. Hmm. Drop him
1: now. I'm dropping him. Ooh, a drop from him
0: Dude, I, if I need help, I'm dropping him. He's not done anything. He's not done anything. Um, Marvin Mims. Marvin Mims has done nothing in the last three games, but trade deadline is looming. There is no team in the league more likely to trade one or both of their starting wide receivers than Denver. And if one or both get traded, Marvin Mims is going to step up into a bigger role, get him now, before the, the rush to the waiver wire, uh, Kendrick Bourne, big game last week. Uh, Juju's hurt. Juju, I think is done in fantasy. Um, Kendrick Bourne is like Lucy in the peanuts, uh, cartoons. He holds, do you, do you know the peanuts cartoons? I know you're a young man. Yes. Charlie I'm, Brown.
1: Yeah. Snoopy. what's yes. And I know, yeah. I know peanuts. Yes. Yeah.
0: Lucy will hold the football for Charlie Brown. And then when he is ready to kick it, she pulls it out from, from, uh, under him. Yep. That's Kendrick Bourne. Kendrick Bourne will have that big game, right? He did it in the first week of the season and then, Oh, we got to go pick him up. And then much like Lucy, he picks the ball up and you fall on your ass. He had a big game this past week and I hope it continues. I've actually played in fantasy leagues with Kendrick. Uh, he's a nice guy. Got the bills this week. Uh, you could pick him up. I don't know if I'm playing them. Um,
1: I'd I'd actually argue that in that little analogy that Mac Jones is Lucy and Mac Jones is the one <laughs> pulling the ball from Charlie, who is Kendrick trying to kick it. Yeah.
0: When yeah, and true. when he makes
1: contact, that's his that's his two touchdown game. It's not, uh, not and his, then you it's know it's not his fault. It's not his fault. Yeah.
0: Well, uh, one player I forgot to mention this week as an add to is Zach Evans. Kyron Williams is out. Right. And so is Rivers. So I think what's going to happen is it'll be Zach Evans who gets the start. They're probably going to call up Royce Freeman from the practice squad. They could sign somebody. And there have been some reports floating around out there that Leonard Fournette may be getting some phone calls. Apparently he's in really good shape. Yeah.
1: We need uh, to, we need, yes.
0: Listen, I'll take we
1: can't, it. We can't run the ball.
0: I'll take it, but we're not a smart Jerry Jones runs the team. So, I mean, um, there are going to be a lot of teams that could have interest in Leonard Fournette. That's another guy. If you have bench spots where you can stash them. Which you don't. Yeah, especially in Biomageddon. You might want to do that. Just saying. yeah. But the Rams have Pittsburgh this week. Zach Evans, believe it or not, could end up being you're starting running back for the L.A. Rams um, because, again, Ronnie Rivers is also hurt. Um, he's got a knee injury. So he's going to be added across the board. Um, uh, there's there's, there's a, a couple of tight ends. Logan Thomas uh, burned the hell out of all of us last week. Had a big game, came back when we started him, and he's just terrible against the Atlanta Falcons. Michael Mayer, who a lot of people consider to be the best tight end in terms of the total package. Like he got compared to Jason Witten in a lot of places. The Raiders didn't use him at all early. Now it's starting to change. Um, he had six targets against the Patriots, had five catches for 75 yards. They've got the bears this week. Good matchup. He's also a, a really talented guy who's going to be on the field because he's a good blocker. You you may, you may want to pick him up and start him this week. If you need help at tight end.
1: Yeah, you might. Um, if you can, if you can roster two tight ends, maybe he's a stash. Cause you wait and good. see what happens with Hoyer and, and yeah, the, AOC, the your favorite ab-
0: about the group of teams that is off this week. There's not really good tight ends on those teams. Like, you know, no one's playing Irv Smith. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're, we're rotating in Ferguson based on the matchups, you know, Conklin, maybe matchup based. Uh, we're not playing Hayden Hurst. We're not playing Chica We are playing Dalton Schultz. He's the biggest loss, by the way, three games in a row for Schultz with a touchdown. Yep. I was ready to cut him after like the first three games because he was getting nothing. And then now the script is flipped there. So um, certainly um, Johnny Smith is also going to be worth a look. And I've been talking about Johnny for a couple of weeks and people, you know, maybe he's just not getting rostered because Kyle Pitts is on the team. But, I mean, they're running so much 12 personnel that it doesn't matter. Ten-plus points in three straight games. He's been targeted 18 times in the last three games. Yeah. You could pick him up and play him. Johnny Smith, man. Yeah, and Arthur Smith knows him. They were together in Tennessee when Smith was the OC. So uh, keep that in mind. Uh, So those are your waiver wire ads for the week. Let's go to some of the questions here, Toss, before we wrap things up. Kim D727, Mason or Mitchell to backup CMC? Again, I don't know. If if you put a gun to my head, I'm putting Mason ahead of Mitchell on my priority list, but it could easily be, Mitchell's good. He's a really good back. He just always hurt, always hurt. So I'd side with Mason, but I mean, could I see Mitchell starting and get more touches? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I wish I knew. I'm not going to lie to you and say I do. I don't. Uh, And I think regardless of who starts, it's going to be a committee. Um, Pay Jack Damon, QB waiver to fill in for fields, love Gino or Howell. Um, I'll probably go, boy, that's it, it, it. All three have good matchups this week. Gino's been bad though. Gino's got the Cardinals this week. I like him. I like, I like love more. He's playing the Broncos. And I know Love had an awful game the last time we saw him, and Howell's been good. I'm still going to go Jordan Love. Denver's terrible. Their defense is bad. And Jordan Love and the Packers have gotten a a little time off there with the bye to maybe figure stuff out. And let's hope and pray that Aaron Jones is back this week because this is a smash spot for him. Let's hope he's back. Let's hope.
1: Um, Yeah, I I personally am going – Away from love, I'll take the talent. I'll take the proven talents in Geno, or the risk play of how over all, Jordan Love. They're, they're all Jordan three, Love has the worst completion percentage in the NFL. I'll, I'll take I'll take Geno Smith.
0: They're all three
1: in the same tier this week.
0: Um, I haven't done my rankings yet, but working on yeah, it soon because of the matchup. I that, that but yeah, it's Denver. It's Denver. Uh, tweeting underscore facts. Hey, Mike, big time fan, long time listener. Can you tell me? Who I should be targeting on a waivers. I have lost Justin Jefferson, Montgomery, Anthony Richardson, Aaron Jones. Oh, my God. Trevor Lawrence and possibly Dank Dell. Oh, we just gave you the whole list, my friend. The whole list. So uh, without Montgomery, you're going to be going after one of the Niners running backs or both. You're going to be going after Zach Evans. You're going to be going after um, Craig Reynolds. Kareem Hunt, Keontae Ingram. Yeah. Any of them. Yeah, uh, Any of them, any of them, um, out of that group. I, 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 haven't, I haven't prioritized them yet. Evans might be the best one though. Um, that's not a niner because there's no competition for touches in that backfield. Again, they're going to probably have to get Royce Lehman off of the practice squad if both Williams and rivers are out. And I think they are. Um, again, we mentioned a quarterback, you could pick up Howell, you know, if, if, if love's out there, okay. Toss doesn't dig them, you know. I'll I'll roll with them. Uh, finally, uh Ross eighty eight, Javante against the Packers or Zach Moss against the Browns. I haven't done my rankings yet. I'm probably going Zach Moss. I don't like the matchup. I, I, but Moss is like he had a great game against Tennessee a few weeks ago, and their defense is really good against the run too. Beware Zach Moss though this week. If Jonathan Taylor does not have more touches than Zach Moss this weekend, I'd be shocked. They paid him 40-something million dollars. This is the third game back. I get it. Zach Moss has been really good. And he'll get touches. Taylor's got to usurp him this week. He's got to. He's got to. Uh, And if not this week, sooner rather than later, it'll happen. Uh, So that's it, guys, for this week's edition, of course, of the Believe Fantasy Football show with your Friendly neighborhood fantasy analyst Fabs here with my guy Toss behind the glass. Uh, Thursday starts and sits. Thursday night preview: Jaguars Saints. We'll have it all for you. Uh, we'll talk about the players that we were able to add off the waiver wire. We'll talk about the injuries, all the updated information that you need to know to dominate your fantasy football team. Uh, make sure you check me out over at si.com/slash/fantasy and at SiriusXM Fantasy Sports Radio at Lindsey Lindsey Rhodes one to three Eastern um, channel eighty seven. And um we got some good guests this week too. The Miz is gonna be on. Uh the Miz not only did his Browns beat the Niners, but he beat me in the Allison Chains League. So I'm gonna hear a whole bunch of his sass. Uh so that ought to be fun. Toss, yeah. We won, I guess last night. That's about as much as I could say. Uh we won at least.
1: We but, won. Uh, and can I say can I say thank you for that trade? Because uh Dak Prescott outperformed Josh Allen. Really?
0: And, and you know what's funny? My
1: team also had Brandon Cooks and we ended up winning in our league. So to no everyone one, who told, I just want to say to everyone who told me on that, when I posted that clip, you you're, you got Dak. What a terrible trade. That What do you know? What do you know? Seriously? That
0: is why you don't veto trades ever. Now, if somebody tried to trade Tyreek Hill for Donovan people's Jones, that's different. I would put that trade up to a vote in the league as the commissioner. I would not veto it myself but that's just dumb. And the people who tried to make that trade would no longer be in my league after this season. You don't veto trades. You just don't. You don't. You don't. Yeah. Everyone thought I got over on you last week. Corlin Sutton scored a touchdown, yeah. right? Yeah. Who else was in that trade? Did you get McLaurin too? Uh, we got Jordan Addison. Who else? Oh, oh, oh,
1: Addison. That's no, right. Addison scored a touchdown and Dak was better than he, he doubled Allen up almost. If we had Josh Allen, we would have lost this past week. So we, we needed Dak. Uh, yeah. See? You think you're smart out there,
0: but sometimes you're not. All right. Anyways, uh have a great, have a great uh rest of the week. We will see you on Thursday. Uh make sure you tune in. Again, we'll have all your starts and sits and preview Thursday night football, Jaguars and Saints. Until then, we'll see you.